Hello, and welcome to the Family Ramblings podcast. This is our second episode, and it's a little bit different from our first. For one, we recruited the sage wisdom of my father for this episode. And secondly, this episode is a little bit more unstructured. The first episode was centered more around motherhood and topics surrounding motherhood, given that it was to air on Mother's Day. Uh, This one is certainly a lot more organic. It's more of a conversation, more of a conversation between parents and the succeeding generation, let's say. Parents and progeny, let's say. And as such, it breaches a vast uh, number of different topics, topics ranging from um, growing up and personal health growing up to music to comparing and contrasting the mores and taboos of each generation. Uh, It was a fun conversation to have. I enjoyed it thoroughly, and I hope that you will as well. Keep on tuning in in the future. We'll make sure to get these out a little bit more quickly than we've been able to of late. Rest assured, more episodes are coming, and we have all thoroughly enjoyed uh, this project as a means to get our family together and explore each other and uh, current events and the world and existence together. That being said, I hope you enjoy episode two of the Family Ramblings podcast, and thank you for listening. I get comfortable one imbibe at a time. <laughs> I understand. Man, <laughs> something I'm sure you understand. <laughs> what did you imbibe in the 70s? <laughs> Just kidding. Don't answer. Please don't answer that question. That our first awkward silence. Oh, no, I could answer. Not much. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're, we'll continue down that thread. What? what? Hang on. Okay. So, uh, Family Ramblings, episode two, uh, coming at you this Sunday evening. This is Mother's Day. So, May 9th. Nice. <laughs> I had to check the date. Wow. You know, Mother's Day moves around. So, you, the relationship right. to the right. moon and. All that stuff. Yeah, because that's the only reason you wouldn't know that it was Mother's Day. Right. Yeah. Right. So happy Mother's Day to all the mothers there. Uh, check out our first episode, Talking About Motherhood, where I talk about my own experience, <laughs> as well as listen to the experiences of the women in my life. Um, What else can I talk Okay, so, so my name is Ben Ross Domley. Uh, we'll just go to my left. Introduce yourself, everyone who's on this podcast. Hi. Did you have to check which was your life? <laughs> My name is Katie Schmall. And I like long walks on the beach. And <laughs> there, is this, there is a thing that people do like in the workplace. My boss or one of my bosses has you say like an interesting thing about yourself. Mm-hmm. But we've had so many e-meetings to introduce new people yeah. or whatever that people are saying to like run out of like. Mm-hmm. interesting things to say about themselves and then we all just get sad <laughs> so anyway yeah good, good times good times oh my god <laughs> to my left yes you know I'm, where you are right I, now I, I, well you see the left to me is over the other way but 
I'm the best of what's left. No, <laughs> 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 uh, I am. Boom, boom. Do you have drums on here? I don't. I think I deleted it. I do have Papa John, though, saying something like that turns me on, but that <laughs> doesn't sound appropriate. Okay, I'm David, and I am from. A different time. A different time of life, yes. <laughs> and I am Dawn Rostomoli, the mom. The mom, the mother. If for those of you that don't know, David and Dawn are my parents, as well as Katie's parents. Yes. We're all actually related on this podcast. It's mm-hmm. true, but when we were growing up, Ben would always say, my parents. When he was talking to like me and Jenny, and we are like, they're actually, in fact, also our parents. And he's like, nope, they're just... Mine. I don't see it. Both, <laughs> both David and I have siblings who do that. My younger brother, my older refer, sister, always refers to my mother, yeah. and he always signs his cards, etc., with his first and last name. Like I don't know who he is. <laughs> By the way, this is open to fact checking, so you can you can do this. Very good. Well, um, going back to what we started with, imbibing in the 70s. <laughs> See, the thing is, like, they agreed to do this podcast against their better judgment. <laughs> and I thought it would be a good way to just get to know everybody a little bit better. And uh, just a unique circumstance during this time of pandemic and everything to get the family together and staying close and everything. But I didn't know how many things I would have to censor uh, <laughs> in delving into their pasts and and looking Mm -hmm. at certain opinions. And so I asked this question with a certain amount of caution, but what happened in the seventies? I don't remember, man. (laughs) (laughs) There was this time. No, actually I didn't drink a lot in the seventies. I was kind of serious. then. I went to school. I had a beer now and then with friends, but weekend binges and stuff like that that was uh that came later that was after uh, kids that was that was, was 80s. <laughs> yeah that was yeah so probably 90s yeah probably yeah 90s were a good time yeah. actually probably after 2000s even yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah i yeah, yeah. So. so what you're seeing is you move on in life, you want to drink more. <laughs> well now i watch my kids and yeah yeah <laughs> Uh, oh man yeah i don't know i was uh i've been trying to it's interesting now i'm i'm 31 uh since the last podcast i have aged so and now happy birthday (laughs) also kate has as well happy birthday but again it's all about that (laughs) well uh and i'm finding that my body's failing me and so i'm trying to figure out it's dietary stuff, but we won't get it too far into it. Maybe a little into it, but not too far in. <laughs> and uh, I'm having the hardest time adjusting my diet. And one of the things that was recommended to me was to cut out alcohol. But it's never actually been much of a problem. I'm actually surprised that I'm drinking any beer right now because I rarely ever drink anymore. And it just kind of fell out. Like I drank when I was in college, but not before I was legal, actually. And um, And then as I got into the workforce i just did it less and less and now i hardly drink anymore at all now am i telling you this to to bring myself forward as the best child 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> I think mom and dad can attest to the fact that I hardly ever drink. So. It's true. It's true. Yeah, it's but I see that bottle of wine is still with the you. Little, <laughs> no, it's not. I <laughs> drank it. <laughs> the tiny little suitor home. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cute little bottles. Yeah. But I think that's just like in your 20s, you party. Because you can literally drink yourself silly, sleep for three hours, and then wake up and work for 12 hours. And it's not a big deal. But then somewhere in your 30s, possibly 31, <laughs> you, you drink and then you feel like death the next day. Even you, just a little. Yeah. Even just a little. That's how I yeah. feel. When I'm, like, I don't, I don't drink wine, but something about wine makes it so much worse. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I react Sulf- poorly to sulfides, sulfides probably yeah, or something yeah. like that. Oh, yeah, I don't have that kind of. Yeah, but uh, just something happens, then all of a sudden you realize that you're when, supposed to work and When stuff. did you each find out you were old? That's a good question. <laughs> I'm not old. <laughs> <laughs> what part failed you first? <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. My, my knees failed me first. Strangely enough, uh, hmm. they started to fail me when... My youngest child, Laura, was still in diapers. And we had come home from buying diapers and left the box at the bottom of the steps in the basement rather than putting it away. And I went down the next day to go uh, use the shower down there, tripped on the box of diapers, and injured my right knee. And it has never been the same because like all young people, I thought, oh, it will get better. And it never did. And now my youngest child is 27 years old. So I should have gone to the doctor 26 and a half years ago. <laughs> and now my knee re- needs to be replaced. Mm-hmm. Nothing for you because yeah, you're you perfect. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I mean, my eyes are 80. But uh, you know, I suppose been, you've always you've always had bad eyes. I've had yeah, my eyes jumped ahead in age long time ago. So. Yeah, I don't have know. Have you always been? I'm sorry to ask these questions, but have you always been in? Were you always in glasses? From the time I was in first grade. Okay. And before that, I had faked my parents out so they didn't know. How? Well, my mother would come in. Because if she suspected that I, you know, I could read my parents pretty good, my mother, mm. even at a young age. At least if you could see them. And, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I knew, one right day, I knew one day she was going to come in and ask me about, you know, because we had had eye tests at school, first grade. And I put a pin on the floor. And she came in and she said, so what about this eye test? And I said, what about it? I said, I can see things. Look at that pin. And I reached down for the pin. And I missed it by about an inch. But then I got it. I covered up. But <laughs> yeah, that just didn't go over real well. So, mm. But now you're seeing better than ever. Because of technology. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because of technology, I'm not blind. Yeah. yeah. Because by all rights, I probably should have been blind. I'm just trying to think of, like, we know dad was blind. 
and you had your tonsils when you were younger. Yeah, I did. And you sounded kind of <laughs> Darth like. <laughs> she sounded Darth like when she slept, but she had this amazing voice. I always thought she sounded like Annie in the movie. Yeah. But like a nerdy version. <laughs> <laughs> She was really, weren't you really nasally? I just remember old uh, videos of you. Maybe, yeah, I feel like I've been nasally my whole life, but I don't know. <laughs> and then I didn't have any, there was nothing wrong with me in my childhood. Uh, oh, there was. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there was the feather thing, but. Mm-hmm. Let's yeah. go there. No, we can talk. <laughs> Katie, we, we, we can go there. We mentioned it last episode. What's the feather thing, Kate? For some reason, you just had this phobia. <laughs> of feathers so that if we didn't want you in our room or to play with a certain toy or I think just to torture you we would lay feathers out in doorways and you would just cry like a line of salt for paranormal things yeah <laughs> yeah yeah I think I must have thought they were bugs or something. Maybe. I don't know, but I was pretty old to not think that. <laughs> well, I mean let me think. What? How old was I? Well, we were in Robbinsdale, so yeah. you but were. They kept doing it while we were in Texas too. Really, Maybe a little bit. Yeah. I don't know. Bit. It was on the way out though. But I feel the most memories that I have of it was in Robbinsdale. So yeah. there are all sorts of weird operant conditioning tricks for me. Feathers to keep me out of places. M and M's when I pooped. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. Our family friends, George and Mary so, Lee, with their their. They're a big M&M yeah. guy. You pull the yeah. arm yeah. and then mm-hmm. shoot out of them. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, you're really easy, easy to manipulate. I'm easily programmed. <laughs> yeah. Good, Amazing. Ben. Have another beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll look at everything differently now. Man, yeah. I wish I was still scared of feathers. <laughs> it's so much easier to manage. Well, I mean, our bodies fail, but we stay roughly the same age forever. That's what, sure. you, that's what you always said. Yeah. Yep. You stay in your brain. You stay 19. Your brain stays 19 forever. I don't think that's true. I'm glad that I'm past 19. I'm glad that I'm past <laughs> 19, but I feel like my brain still, Your you know, body still my body, you. my brain yeah. still makes promises like mm. I'm 19. Gotcha. You know, let's have all the grandkids over for a sleepover. That always sounds fabulous. Mm. <laughs> and then we do. And gosh, it sounded better in my head. Mm. I'm not going to comment on this particular subject. That's because there are no problems with you. You had your eye thing and got fixed, and now your genes. No, no. I recognized that this was a problem, <laughs> and I tried to warn them, and no, they did not listen. Oh, I, I thought you meant the overarching. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't. It wasn't. It was off. But I'm also it was much off. younger than them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. Oh, yeah. I remember hearing something... Uh, there was an article I read about the music that you that you listen to and, and what you identify with. Mm-hmm. You you associate, let's see, the music that you associate with the best or most successful time of your life, whether you know it or not in the moment, is the music that you consider your classics or oldies or whatever, the music that you revert to oh over and gosh. over again. So my best time was like eighth grade and Britney Spears and NSYNC. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I peaked early. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
So John Denver was introduced to you. Oh boy, yeah. Back when he was still alive. So how old were you when he was? <laughs> what was that? Probably eighteen, seventeen. You listened to John Denver when you were. That was your angsty music. <laughs> oh no. Uh, <laughs> but I didn't have angsty music. I had. Just leave me alone, mom and dad. Slams the door and just blast John Denver's. Yeah. See, I went out and I bought Country I, Road. <laughs> I bought this big stereo unit that I had in my bedroom. It was almost as long as my bed. And I would crank that up and listen to records. And that was my angst. The records themselves were like Chicago, Neil Diamond, John Denver, Maynard well, Ferguson. I remember I played piano. Uh-huh. And I remember sitting in our living room and playing and singing How Can People Be So Ugly from the musical Hair <laughs> to my parents. <laughs> my dad got it. oh man there's nothing that makes me feel like the youth is getting worse than listening to the angsty music you played Uh, and I love the John Denver angst what was your what's your peak music um oh that's so hard to because I, I feel like I consume music differently now um I like I tend to like early 2000s music, mm-hmm. but I don't know. Like, I really, like, I still really like, like, Blink-182. Simple Plan. Yeah, Simple Plan was the first rock band or punk rock band. Mm-hmm. Even though they're purists, they'll be like, there's no punk rock or mm-hmm. To me, it was punk rock. Mm. Weren't you, like, their biggest fan, Katie? Yeah. Katie oh. was. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my goodness. They're, you look at their first music video, and it's like a time capsule. Yeah. Everyone yeah. had the spiky frosted tips. Yeah. And those low cargo shorts that looked yeah. so terrible. Ryan Caprera. <laughs> I'm just thinking of all the good music then. You like the <laughs> bass player, David, what's his name? Yeah, Borneas. Or, uh, no, not Borneas. I don't know. He mm-hmm. was Canadian. I they're don't all know. Canadian. They're probably French sounding. You guys just don't know. I was lo- in love with each of the monkeys in turn. Where when I finally settled on Peter Tork, because I didn't think he had the fan following that the other three did. I'll... <laughs> That's why I went for Prince Harry. Yeah, <laughs> Always go for that. <laughs> I had no chance with the number Slightly one. Slightly more but... available one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I love you like yeah. that. The rest of them can. Oh, That's boy. so funny. Who was? What did he play? I don't know much about the... Peter Tork? Uh, he was a... Uh, I just assumed I so. so. It was the Mike bass player. Bass. He was guitar, I thought. Yeah. I just assumed it was the bass yeah. player, which yeah. means that I, I yeah, assume that bass players get less. It didn't love. matter. Uh, <laughs> I feel it's right though. It's the the singer, and then it's the drummer, and then right. maybe it's the guitar player, yep. and then it's the bass yep, player. Yep, yep, yep. I think that was exactly so. Oh, because Davy Jones was the one that everybody fell in love with first, and then Mickey Dolenz because he was on drums, and then Mike Nesmith because he was the car- guitar player, and he was the actual only mm-hmm. real musician in the group, <laughs> and then Peter Tork. Right. Then God forbid, God help the little guy that plays the cymbals or something <laughs> like the little triangle. Ding. <laughs> Cowbell, but they get yeah, more yeah. important this time. Went on. The hierarchy, as I as I as I've read it, is that it's lead singer and then guitarist and then. 
the drummer was underneath the guitarist because the drummer, while being a drummer, was stereotypically stupid. Ah. And then the bass player. Oh, sure. There's a sure. misunderstanding. It doesn't matter kind of if he's stupid, he's always band. shirtless. So. <laughs> <laughs> the drummer or the bass player? The drummer. The drummer. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. the bass player's yeah. not stupid. Bass yeah. player is very important, just underappreciated. Yeah. yeah. The drummer, yeah. that was the one I made jokes all the time when I was still in a band that we could always tell when the stage was level because the drool was coming out of Luke's, both sides of Luke's mouth. <laughs> And he always looked at me like he didn't get that right away. So I felt like it was pretty much spot on. Oh, <laughs> I'm going Awful. to his wedding. So. Yeah. <laughs> I might tell that joke as well. I don't know why I'm a groomsman. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know what kind of... I appreciate music so much differently now. And of course, like I listen to music a little different. I mean, I, I'm for those that don't know on this podcast, I, I'm half deaf. So I, I hear music in mono. I don't hear... The same way that I used to. Not that that really matters if it's coming from like a stereo or something like that. But when I'm wearing headphones, there's a lot of like splitting. So I don't often hear all the music right away. I, I'm just, I'm sorry. I have to burp. <laughs> when I get emotional, I get gassy. <clears throat> but uh, I don't know. I feel like I'm still discovering like artists that I really like. Mm-hmm. So, um, and, but they all follow the same formula. Like, you know Barry Manilow I love Barry Manilow to this day yeah. he, writes, he writes the song mom is a fanalow yeah. fanalow she, she liked the the sweet music and oh no because every year in February when I wanted to divorce you um, I would always <laughs> say the, let the bodies hit the floor <laughs> oh, is no. that Barry Manilow I was trying to get the feeling again that was, I would sing that to myself <laughs> I don't remember what Barry Manilow plays anymore I don't yeah. think it's let the bodies hit the floor though <laughs> I don't know a that, lot of Barry's that was a live songs. version that uh, just did once but yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. there was the drug music though too not from Barry Manilow. No, not from Barry Manilow. No. <laughs> what do you mean drug music? Well, you know, like band like Inagata De Vida and um, Deep Purple to ah. some degree. They're the drug bands? Um, like because you do drugs to them? Well, like they're psychedelic no, or something? They were um, known to be drug users and oh. like that. You know, Janis Joplin and yeah. you know, to name a few. Every time I hear that, I go straight to the 30 Rock episode where they want to perform a biopic of her life, but they can't get the rights. So they name her Jamie George Jump. <laughs> <laughs> and they think it'll just test well anyway. Oh, it's close enough for Jamie George Jump. In my, col- in my college English class, we'd get uh, assignments about we'd have to listen to a song. And they're always like. I think 60s or 70s songs. <laughs> and she'd sit, ask us straight a paper about what they were about. And I'd always put drugs and I'd always get all the points. So I just. <laughs> yeah. Drugs. I know what the Eagles are about. Okay. <laughs> the first movie Dad and I ever went to see was The Rose with Bette Midler, which was, you know, a. Janice Joplin. Janice Joplin esque story. Hmm. It's our first big movie date. Uh-huh. Not Star Wars? No. That came later. Yeah. <laughs> over and over again. <laughs> Only three times. Uh, yeah, well, three times. Yeah, I think I must have seen it. In the theater. It. Yeah. 
I, I think I saw it six times total. But. <laughs> oh, pop pop culture. <laughs> were you guys married when Star Wars came out? You were married by then, right? When did it come out? 1979, I think. Oh, yeah. I don't know if we were married or if we were, we were, we were, we were, we were still dating. Then. I don't know if we saw Star Wars when we were... Well, I saw it open. We didn't... We didn't go to many movies, actually, ever, uh, because uh, David worked nights. Mm. So. Yeah, and you worked days, so. Yeah. 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 If I hadn't been willing to drive, we wouldn't be married today. Oh, that's so romantic. <laughs> Except for when I want to divorce him every February. <laughs> now is that. Then it's a weapon. Is that a seasonal affective disorder? That is correct. Or... <laughs> Something recurringly happened. No, no, I don't know. It comes right after my birthday, and I always feel neg- well. First of all, you know, you have your Christmas letdown, and then it's my birthday. Christmas letdown. Yeah. Well, sure. I mean, Christmas is great, and then you hit January. Oh, and you I have see. Yes. Yeah. And I then never it comes get what I want. I know. Yeah. I thought you were going to say something comes, like that. Comes around to my birthday, and nobody pays attention, and then come February, I want to divorce. Yours them. is one of the few birthdays I remember. I just like to say I got you special strawberry cake. Well, I wanted to because I was trying to get you gluten free, and then Dad couldn't find it, so it was regular. Oh, sure. and I think we almost <laughs> killed you, but like besides that, we yeah, thought yeah. about you. <laughs> the intentions were good. Yeah. We got you a cake. <laughs> I think I helped pay for it. Oh, sure, sure. Or got you something. <laughs> Yeah, she won't. Yeah, I don't yeah, remember. So you should basically be great this year. <laughs> sure. I remember everyone's birthday, but like the next generation, forget about it. Yeah. You know, like I think Evan and Sydney and Noah grow. <laughs> Magically. Yeah. They I could don't... tell me, someone, no one could come to me tomorrow and be like, it's my birthday, Uncle Ben. I'll be like, oh my goodness, here's a 20. Sure. Yeah. Well. Which, by the way, it's on June 10th. <laughs> <laughs> Not what even that far on, off. That punk has got me three times already. I have lost money on that child. Boy, and if it was going to be anybody, it would be Noah. Mine, mine is in June too, Ben. <laughs> I, know I know yours. No, not that is not a long-term statement. That is June a relative 4th. change. June 4th. Well, you kept repeating that it was on like some other date. Mm-hmm. For, years, for years for years <laughs> and you said it and i was like yeah that sounds right also for the first 20 years we were married he thought my birthday was january 25th no i didn't <gasps> good thing we're seated yeah there you go <laughs> my sister's birthday is the 25th yours is the 26th you did not know one for years year and years one and years. year i i got them flip-flopped and then that was all it took. I learned quickly. <laughs> oh. So the satanic panic was about <laughs> uh, black metal and mu- heavy metal music that came out and had back masking and all that stuff. And everyone was scared wow, that... they did masks then too? Scared that... <laughs> <laughs> scared that there were secret there. satanic messages yeah. layered underneath yeah. that would yeah. that would uh if you played it back permeate the culture tell. yeah and uh so you know what music was the music that your parents tried to keep away from you in the same way uh, you got it a beta and you know <laughs> i sort of feel like uh i had a very traditional uh, conservative religious upbringing so all 60s and 70s music music was bad until john denver and then john denver was acceptable 
Oops, Rocky Mountain High's Universal. That is correct. Yeah. Yeah. And before that, it was the Beach Boys. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Beach Boys, Beach Boys were, okay. were okay. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I thought you were saying they were like the satanic band. Of, <laughs> that acapella band. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Selling you sweet, it was, sweet it, harmonized <laughs> messages to subvert the, yeah. the cultural yeah, norms. It's really yeah. what's going on yeah. underneath, though. You get all the harmony, and it's like, you know. I remember my pastor preaching a sermon on uh, Love the One You're With. That was a song from my era. And yeah. who sang uh, that? I have no idea. Uh, um, Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young. Was it? And one other group, I think, too. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. You want me to fact check that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll get <laughs> yeah, our fact checkers yeah, on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, what else were, oh, anything about, you know, like war, the song War. <gasps> anything that was, yeah, anything that was anti Vietnam was. I know what song she's referencing. Yeah. <laughs> It was really kind of funny, Kate. Not about music, but Kate, Katie, and I were talking about uh, Martin Luther King Jr. and the fact that Martin Luther King Jr. was arrested thirty-one times. And in my household, people didn't get arrested, and people that we knew didn't get arrested. So if somebody got arrested thirty-one times, there must be something. Maybe they must been, up to no good. Or yeah, something. yeah, yeah. And now we look back and, yeah. you know, he's practically a saint. Right, yeah. But yeah, it was just, it's just amazing to me. I mean, first of all, that, you know, it's easy to look back across time and make judgments. <clears throat> it's a lot harder to live through a time and make judgments. Mm -hmm. But this would not have spoken in his favor mm -hmm. among people that I knew. Mm -hmm. Did you fact check? I got tired. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Isley Brothers did pull it, put it out though too. I don't know. I, I don't did you have any music Isley that was Brothers like that was black so. that was like kind yeah, of banned? Well, like I know mom and dad didn't love Britney Spears. She was kind of like <laughs> she had that tied up T shirt, you know, and stuff. And yeah, they were you can see the mid riff. Yeah, and or like I remember Jenny wanted to get an Eminem CD, the first one that he mm. came out with, and she had to get the edited version from walmart that bleeped out all the swear words and stuff <laughs> i don't even think they do that anymore no i don't think they yeah i don't think that they do but yeah it was just things like that you know huh. but it was there were never not really like pop girls like that like mainstream you know that were a little bit like racy you know but who christina aguilera yeah they were that was the same time she period. was kind of the same time period well when she had on the jumpsuit that made her look like she was naked i remember right. reading an article her parents must be so proud right yeah <laughs> it was crosby stills and nash by the that's way. so interesting actually that you mentioned that because because the public opinion was so different because i feel like now like there's praise for that kind of stuff, She's tame. but like you would have had like the mainstream, um, the mainstream opinion. Uh, sorry, the mainstream opinion back then would have been more. Oh my appalling. goodness! If you you know, war. Good God, what is it good for? I mean, people were appalled if you mm. threw in a hell. Mm -hmm. um, we wouldn't dream of it, and now to see anybody can say anything that they want to say. And most of it just shows a lack of imagination, in my opinion. If all you can come up with a string is, is a string of swear words, that means you aren't very creative. Yeah, I tend to agree. Yeah, but, I'm, 
Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead. No. no. I, I was just thinking down that same line. I can remember a song uh, was put out um, during the Vietnam War, and it was Sky Pilot. And they, they censored that word, hell, mm -hmm. out of that song. I mean, here you're, you're singing about this, this <clears throat> military pastor trying to give words of wisdom and words of promise to these guys that are about to go into a major battle and you're worried about the word hell. Right. <laughs> it's like... Plus, there's a lot more effort to doing that back then, mm -hmm. yeah. I bet. Because mm -hmm. yeah. it was tape. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, I don't. It's, it's I don't amazing know, to me. I don't know if I had any. For me, so for for music, for me, um, because when I was younger, I did. I feel Not like the I, I didn't care by the time. You well, were. they didn't have much to censor though, because what I liked when I was younger was like soundtracks. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So. Uh, oh my goodness! You were so into the soundtrack yeah. of Halo and Lord of the Rings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like more like big instrumental soundtracks. Like I bought CDs. I bought all the Lord of the Rings ones from Barnes and Noble. When those movies were out with by Howard Shore, the Harry Potter soundtrack, some movie soundtracks that were more popular culture, like like Spider Man, for example, with like Nickelback. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we should watch that music video, by the way. It's right. aged really Aww. badly, but um, although Trad Kroger still looks the same, so that Cheeto diet must be working. But anyway, um, so there wasn't much to censor, and then and then I listened to Christian music too for a while, and I actually used to approach music outside of the faith with a little bit more like trepidation. Like I even had, I remember asking my youth pastor what the deal was with Coldplay. <laughs> I was like, okay, like where's the satanic message in Coldplay, man? All I hear piano is something about clocks. Is that, <laughs> is that Satan's clock or something? Right, they're big on yellow, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, and I, uh, and, and anyway, so obviously there was nothing wrong with Coldplay or that particular song. I don't even know what that song's about, honestly. It just has a cool piano line. Uh, there might have been something wrong with Coldplay. Mm -hmm. I mean, there is now, and that is that they're boring. But back then, they were, <laughs> back then they were really good. Um, and I feel like as as basic as that is, Coldplay was actually like one of the bands that kind of then I started getting consuming music outside of. So are they different or are they just boring because they sound the same? Yeah. Are uh, they basically the same talented guys playing the same st talented style of music? Therefore they are boring. No, they've definitely gone more. Uh, so they, they've gone more the pop route. Like mm. I feel like so many artists, like you're not in pop for so long. Then eventually you start doing like crossover hits, crossover singles with big pop artists and stuff like that. And then, then you just like eventually adopt that style. And then everything does sound very similar. Mm -hmm. So, Oh Ben, they sounded similar back. No, then. they used to be a band. We they used to they have used a discussion to, about this. No, they used to be a band. It's kind of like U2. Like U2 <sighs> used to be a band and they played music that was revolutionary in its own way. And uh, and then they well you too I don't know what really happened with them they just kind of got weird they but just made enough money that they don't care I just anymore. don't think they care anymore <laughs> yeah. honestly um, Coldplay I think I tuned in until uh, shoot I don't remember it's the one that they played they featured at the last Super Bowl that they played with that they played at and that one had a lot of like crossover I can't remember the record but it had a lot of uh, crossovers with pop artists and stuff like that and you could see the adoption of more like beats and stuff like that i just found it so boring and 
Yeah. I don't U2, know. that's Bono, right? Yeah. U2 yeah. is with Bono, yeah. Cold the problem is, is that he started using the platform as his political platform, yeah. <laughs> and therefore the music became less important. Probably. And it's Probably. all about the music, man. Otherwise, yeah. you got to well, get down. Here's my theory. You know, like as you get older, your crowds change. Then you have to think about whose bras you want thrown up at you. Like, you want the young girls, you don't want the middle aged ladies. That is. You know? That's so. a really good theory, actually. <laughs> Makes a lot of sense. Wow. He'd probably say that. He'd probably I, say that. I said, <laughs> it. I said it. I don't know. <laughs> you probably, yeah. You I never, I never threw a bra. I just okay. didn't ever do it. I don't know. Oh, yeah, I guess so. Of course, so. John Denver concerts, you didn't do that. You know, they get right. together at their studio and they're like, okay, we have a graph. And if we play more towards this demographic, we see less bras. <laughs> or hiking boots. Yeah. <laughs> You have to be careful if you go into this demographic because it's it's mostly, mm-hmm. you know. These ladies have three kids. <laughs> they're throwing kids up on stage, and <laughs> you know, um, no, that's that's really funny. <laughs> now, now I feel like I, I I appreciate more like hybridization in music. I appreciate bands that even in, in one record demonstrate that they can play that they have a certain amount of dyn- dyn- uh, dynamism, dynamic, dynamisms, right? Yeah. Um, I, don't think so. I think it's a word. <laughs> and uh, and that to me, and of course, like, I, I also feel like there's, you know, I look at music very technically, but I also think the emotional stuff is, is probably even more important than I used to think it was. Um, I mean, we just listened to that song that, that you know, we, we listened to uh, by Spirit Box about the dementia and everything like that. And the, the instrumental is interesting and it's lis- it's fun to listen to. And, and I, on a technical level, really appreciate it. But it's definitely a vehicle for the message and the, right. the visuals yeah. for the music video and everything like that. That right. is what will stick with me right. in my mind. Um, I agree because I was, what's the chorus? It's hard to... It's hard lose to lose and wonder why. And wonder why, mm-hmm. yeah. And that's a powerful line in and of itself, but mostly the lyric got lost for me. Mm-hmm. But the visuals were so powerful that mm-hmm. I cried. Yeah. yeah, the visuals were good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But had it been played to me without the visuals, yeah, just uh, on the radio, liked it. Right. I do not think that it would have been, I would have necessarily gotten the message because the message was overplayed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you mean the, the it was hard to hear over the words. Yeah. 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 So the yeah. message. Yeah. Yep. 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 But I digress. Mm-hmm. Um, once I got Coldplay was like I said before. Coldplay was the breaking point, and then I got into more secular music after that. And in fact, I tend to prefer actually secular music to religious music at this point, honestly. Although I, I have plenty of secular artists that are Christians that write some beautiful poetry like thrice was one of the big bands when i was if i were to associate like if i were to if i were to think back to that previous question the music that i liked in relation to the success of my life or the music that i still listen to today um is definitely thrice and that i picked up when i was like 22 23 Mm -hmm. so i don't know if that means i'll be that age forever right maybe um yeah now you keep adding you keep adding. Musicians. I don't know. I feel like music has stuff. peaked already, and I I don't listen to anything. <laughs> oh. It is hard to listen to now. I actually do think it's hard to listen to popular music right now. 
Yeah. Oh. I like country I mean, music. There's still country music that I like to listen to because the song tells a story and has lyrics that yeah. I can understand. <laughs> but, you know, yeah, most of the modern the music you listen to, Ben, I still think it's whiny. <laughs> yeah. But you'll, you'll pick, I find music that maybe comes close. I can see the tracks that come from music of the 70s, for example. And, and it might... It's even like listening to uh, Prince. Mm. I just listened to a song by Prince last night, and I thought, you know, every time I listen to him, I think of, you know, there are so many lines that you can take where you can say, well, that sounds like Santana, and that sounds like, you know, mm. this line sounds like something from this group. And, and all of a sudden you realize, yeah, I like this guy, but he's modern, but he's, he's tied firmly mm. to what I came from. Yeah, I had an interesting, I had an argument one time with someone about that, that everyone, maybe it was you. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I actually think it was with James, though, because he kept talking about, we were talking about guitarists and how they pay tribute to the artists that influence them and how there's nothing that's really, like, like new, new yeah. or anything like that. And I just wholly disagreed. Not that everything was new, but that everything that you, like, that you're automatically... Uh, paying tribute to someone just because you replicate a certain riff on a guitar that it has to belong to this person or their right. their genre. Right. And I was like, that's so silly. There's so much like spontaneous inspiration in music. There are so many people that like that in a vacuum, not in a vacuum, but as much as a vacuum as they could be in, just think up something or, repli or closely replicate something that's maybe just a little bit different from the artist that started the, this trend or well, whatever. Well, and there are only eight notes in a scale. Right. <laughs> so eventually you're going to play the same notes as somebody else. Mm, yeah. I guess. Like, I think it's just the progression of music though, right? Like you're not going to be a superstar if you play something brand, brand new right away. Right. So you have to do a little bit different than something that's already there. And then you do something a little bit different from that. And then a little bit different than that. And so eventually you get to your own point, but like you can see the progression from something that did sell. Cause that's what, Mm -hmm. The music business is about right. So you think that people that are famous only well, pick no, like, to play I think, what they what they think will sell? No, because I mean I don't know. Like I don't know. There's Jimmy Hendrix, like Prince, yeah. right? We've there are hours and hours of songs of his that like nobody's ever heard, right? Because mm. he just liked making music, but that's not necessarily like there was some sort of filter system that only we only heard certain songs because those are closer to what people mm -hmm. had the best mm -hmm. example of something that would support my argument what was that band full of acoustic guitar players they cry all the time <laughs> um, they're really popular Ooh. mumford and sons oh yeah, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. They're, they're always bloom lit music videos everyone's crying but that was like that was oh. that was fairly new for Maybe like the u.s you know mm -hmm. but i think that was you could definitely see ties to other genres and that's how they got there in, mm. you know. I don't know. That to me was completely new. Really? To like for mainstream people to be listening for to mainstream, anything. Mainstream, but there's like folky music, you know. Oh, that's yeah, for sure. new. But no, like I just think that they were like their ties to other genres that you can obviously hear in them. And even though it was kind of a new idea for the U.S. and that had never been in something like in that time period that you know had been there before, like it wasn't new per se. Hmm. Well, yeah, they were Irish, right? Yeah, but it just pulled it to mainstream. But that wasn't. I see what you're saying. Yeah, there's there's a certain like progression with everything because you could even like like back to 
you know, rock and roll is really just harder blues or something right. like that. Yeah. Because yeah. because rock and roll at the start was mm-hmm. blues. Right. Essentially. Yeah. Just with more hairspray. <laughs> you know, and drums that were a little bit louder. So that's all. So you want to be the person that sounds a little bit, you know, you want to be something new, but you don't want to be too new that you, right? I don't know. I just don't know if that's made. Con- I mean, I don't know if that's consciously made. That decision's oh, consciously no. made. Though. I don't think it's necessarily. But I, I mean, it might be consciously made by the broadcasters. Yeah, right. like I don't think right. when you're writing a song, you necessarily think about that. But I think if you like go and get a label and you have a producer and stuff, they think about those things. Right. And so yeah. they're like, what can I sell and what is too far? God, like really maybe in a few you, years we can play this T Swift song, you know. That's but. really weird to think about it that way, though. Yeah. It seems like inspiration so strategic then. Yeah. And well, I mean, but that's why you have your artists who aren't strategic because they're artists, you know, and that's how their brain works. So they write down everything, and mm-hmm. they have books and books and books of lyrics and stuff like that. And then somebody has to kind of like look at that and be like, "I think what there are, are you try to say, kid?" Yeah. Well, maybe, and maybe I think the internet probably helps crack kind of that mainstream flow a little bit because there's no there's no timeline in this universe where i see bony bear (laughs) coming out of some cabin in the woods (laughs) and having this hit right thing yeah you know i went to wisconsin i rented cabin i cried for two months and then i decided maybe if i recorded everything my voice could come here a little wavering Tiny, Tiny Tim did it first. <laughs> oh my goodness! So even then, that's not, that's not even true inspiration. Right? You know, I went through a bony bear phase, and I hated myself. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know. I don't I, think that's so far off. Like, I think there's actual like artists who just sing, and they pick songs that are close to like mainstream because that's what sells. And then there are like artists who write, and they're trying to like extend those branches that yeah. they're. I actually blame Bon Iver for my chemistry grades. So <laughs> I remember doing Ochem when I was listening to that. That was because really, it's really chill music. And I was in this phase where I was like, maybe I can listen to some really quiet ambient stuff. I'll be like, oh man, it's so quiet. And I turn up the volume because I'm an idiot. I'd be like, man, I just love feeling how quiet it is, even though it's like rocking my eardrums. And I did chemistry on the board. And I probably think I was like inspired, you know, in this like in the zone, putting all these equations down. I bet my teacher would have walked in and been like, you're going to fail. None of these are right. <laughs> but I think it's almost, it's almost so cliche that it's been done in movies, right? So back to the future, Marty, Marty McFly got up at the prom and played a Chuck Berry solo. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and, he said, you're not ready for that, too, right? Yeah, yeah, they weren't ready for that. It was mm-hmm. too weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, or uh, Eddie and the Cruisers. The yeah. second movie is all about mm. an album that they made that the pr- producer said they couldn't sell. So I I think that's more true. Yeah. You heard it here first. Yep. Katie's always right. Yeah. <laughs> the ship of right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think John Denver's whiny. <laughs> Why do the Hawks and Eagles fly like those? <laughs> Why do I need to hear about it? That's not even him, is it? No, I don't think that is. Who, who did that song? Hawks and Eagles, Eagles Fly Like Doves? I don't even know. Hawks, uh, oh, no, that's pancake music. Yeah, but that's not the <laughs> artist's name. No, no that's like but that was our, uh, How do you not know we played it for like 10 years? Right, right, right. Okay, fact check. 
Hold uh, on. North Sea Gas. Okay. North Sea yeah. Gas. Yeah. Yeah. That's a Celtic group. Man, have I had that yeah. before? Hawks and eagles fly like ducks. Yeah. So, yeah. just knowing that their name is North Sea Gas gives a entirely different context to the song. <laughs> Flies like what, you wonder? Uh, North Sea Gas uh-huh. Flatulence. <laughs> wow. And we think they're so elite and artistic you're making a big <laughs> fart joke <laughs> people bought it you yeah. couldn't have said that back in the 70s either by the way you could have said fart yeah i remember being appalled we went to a church celebration of a pastor's birthday and somebody was making jokes and little baptist girl me even though i was you know almost 40 years old at the time was mm. just appalled the church people would say a word like that. See, I don't even use it now. So mm. there you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they do. What word is that? Fart. <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. Sorry, I've imbibed one too many times. <laughs> I'm not on top of it. Like, oh how, oh how he followed. You know, like I thought jerk was a bad word when I was little, and I'd get so mad at Jenny for saying jerk or something. <laughs> oh, I never thought that was a bad word. You were born in a different time, okay? (laughs) I just remember anything that... Basically, my ethic was anything that Charlie Sheen said (laughs) was bad. I think that's still pretty much true. (laughs) I just remember... I remember watching growing up uh, Two Men and a Baby. Is that what it is? Two and a Half Men. No, no, no. no, That's a TV show. Three movie. men and a baby. Three men and a baby. That wasn't Charlie Sheen. No, he was in it. No, but it was a movie. Oh, so. maybe I'm thinking of Major League. Oh, they're oh, different. Oh, there you go. <laughs> wow, completely different movies. Yeah. Much more swearing in yeah. Major League. That's the one I'm thinking of. Then. Yeah, <laughs> Charlie Sheen is like this home run hitter. No, he was a pitcher, and then he hit a baby, and then <laughs> and then two and a half men had to raise <laughs> it. <laughs> Please I don't. do not check back that. Back check <laughs> that. That's what, uh. Uh, no, it was definitely Major League. <laughs> and uh, you could, I could not repeat what he said. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 So, and I was always asked to leave when they did the scene where they had the, uh, well. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> the owner. Gotcha. <laughs> With the they, breakaway dress. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. I don't even remember exactly what was going on there. Because you never saw it. Game, we yeah, we uh, still ask you to leave there. I still don't know what happens in Major League. And then they like cleaned up. Because I think that movie had a certain amount of success. Right. And Major League 2, I didn't have to walk away for anything. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I guess I can't remember, but maybe. Major yeah, League by, by Major League 3, which is actually my favorite. Samuel Bakula. Yeah, Sam- yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He's so dreamy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that one was much more clean. Scott Bakula. I said Samuel Bakula. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Scott Bakula. He's Scott still Bakula. so dreamy. NCIS New Orleans. Is he in that show? <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey. Oh, Quantum yeah. Leap. That and was Netflix, if you ever hear this, we're waiting for the reruns. <laughs> <laughs> I, for some reason, dropped Quantum Leap the other day. On someone, yeah, like oh, it's like that, like Quantum Leap, where you like and you know, one with Scott Bakula, and they're just like, what's that, like on Netflix or something? Uh, just so, explain string theory to them; they'll get it. Okay. <laughs> For those of you that need a little more context, the the song we were referencing before, I feel like this is important. Uh, Hawks and Eagles by what was it called? Oxen North Sea well, Gas. Uh, the reason 
that I bring that up. So every weekend when we, at least when we leave, well, we did that when we moved back here too. When we lived in Texas for sure, but when we moved back here, we, we would have pancakes pretty regularly for breakfast and dad would have his record player or CD player on and it was the same music. Yeah, like True. Irish, yeah, yeah. folky music. Yeah, same record, same collection of music. I'm not sure. So you always yeah. knew that it was pancake time. It's true. It it's sounds true. cute, right? But the thing is, is that now that I know a little bit more about like conditioning. Yeah, that's right. You know. <laughs> Every time he, he hears an Irish song, he's like, pancakes. <laughs> I can really and go I for some carbs. I started that now with the next generation <laughs> yeah. because it works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you still have your record collection yeah? Yeah, yeah yeah i remember that one i remember that you had one of whale songs mm-hmm. yeah i still got whale yeah. songs somewhere i think like actual whales. yeah they were actually where they yeah. dropped a mic yeah. but then they it was made in the uh in the 70s so they backward masked the whales yeah and they were worship- yeah. worshiping Satan or something. <laughs> yeah. Very slowly. Yeah. Very slowly. Well, we'll save that for next time. We yeah. actually got to wrap up. We're, we're, I can't take anymore. Right. Honestly. Yeah. We're done. So, uh, like, I get stronger the later we the go. Later we, let's go. Yeah, and that's like past my bedtime already. Yeah. yeah. Very good. We are middle class frauds. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. we don't hang. You know, it's it's nine fifteen and it's bedtime. Yeah. <laughs> Favorite all time song, Ain't No Sunshine When She's Gone. Oh, I can't What's do this? pressure. Favorite all time song. Favorite all time song. Ooh. Uh, mm, it's hard. Kate, go ahead, I'll come oh, back to geez. me. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Maybe the simple plan song where the, he gets hit by a bus. <laughs> That's the first one I ever heard. I'm just a kid. Yeah, I'm just a kid. Uh, life is know. a nightmare. Man. I just have no <laughs> idea. That's too much pressure. That is, it's hard to pick it. I feel like it's hard to pick a favorite song, too. Well, one of your favorite songs. Though. Yeah. Mm. I still, I can't, I, I will... This is just, I'm picking this one because it's more universal and I know people have heard it instead of being something really obscure. I don't care how basic it makes me. I love U2's Beautiful Day song. Mm-hmm. So oh, I still do. Huh? I think it's just a, like a really positive 90s song. I think it was in the 90s. Yeah. What? How about you, dear? <sighs> and it had good guitar. I don't know because I've got so many favorites that come to mind. Um, Rocky Mountain I like, High. I like uh, Louis Armstrong's um, Wonderful World. Wonderful World. That's like one of my best, my best favorite songs. I can, I can listen to that anytime. I like Teach Your Children Well by uh, Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young. Um, you know, to kind of update. I I still love the Beach Boys. I still love Mamas and Papas. You want to learn learn, learn oh, about harmony? They are the ones Can to I go to. Take back Simple Plan. I feel like this no, is I love that song too. Besides Don't that. worry, Kate. Okay, I'm, I'm here, I'm there's going to be a TikTok dancer that does some crappy rendition of of uh, a wonderful world with some trap beats in there that they can yeah. dance to. God, I hate millennials so much. I was actually going to talk about this earlier, and it totally slipped my mind. There was that song, and then we got to go. But there was a song, that one song with the, you know, feel the rain on your skin. Oh, right? yeah. That like, yeah. what, who yeah. sang that? I don't even know. 
And yeah. they did a remix, and everyone's like, TikTok is so great. It brings artists together. They did a remix of that song that's like lo-fi, so it's all crackly with this thumping beat. Mm-hmm. And then in the middle, every like every four beats, like every interval, it's like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, this is music now. Like, it's all just like, it's either this like most popular music is either garbage about like the most base of things or it's making fun of actually good songs and calling it art. And I just hate everything. It's all postmodern. It's all looking back and being like, Oh, we know better. Yeah. And I hate it. I hate it so much. One of the reasons I love the metal community is there's none of that crap. I don't care if that makes me elitist. I'm sorry, but you can't use that word. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Refuse. <laughs> There's none of that. I don't care how elitist it makes me. The music is just it's about music. It's about progression. It's about meritocracy. You want to talk about great music? I sing in a little community jam, and it's coming up in three weeks. Do you have a name? No, it's just the jam. The jam. Is it in Dassel? It's in Dassel at the Ergot Center. Uh, the Tuesday after Memorial Something Day at 7 building? o'clock. Nope. No. No, oh. at the museum. There you go. Shout out to my mom for yeah. the jam. Yeah. What was the date? The Tuesday after Memorial Day. Whatever. Did date you ever say what your favorite is. song was? Yeah. 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 Beautiful day by you too. Oh. oh okay. Well, I had to pick one. I don't know. I just. Yeah. No. It's hard to. It's hard hey, to there's a lot one. of really good ones out mm. there. Oh, you know, if you go back 20 years, then you start running into some of them. <laughs> And just I to tend clo- to agree with you, actually. <laughs> just to close out, if you're looking for new office furniture in the Washington, D.C. <laughs> <laughs> that script is getting longer. Yeah. All right, great. Ben, All right, well, uh, ben, I am your father. <laughs> Thank you. All right, everyone, this is Family Rambling's episode number two. Uh, I've got all of you say your names again, starting to my left. His father. His father. <laughs> Don. And this is Ben Ross Donnelly. Hope you enjoyed this. If you find this podcast on the podcast app, give it five stars if you liked it. Give it a review if you liked it. If you didn't like it, maybe don't do anything. Yeah, just let it go. Just let it go. <laughs> it helps us a lot, especially the people that don't do anything if they didn't like it. It helps us a or lot. Or send better booze. I don't know. Yeah, you know, we'll get better one and by at a time. Okay? That's all I got to say. Have a lovely week. And bye.